Welcome to R&R, Relationships in Real Estate. I'm your host, Chris Silva, and with me is my beautiful wife, Corey Silva. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here on R&R. Chris and I are the owners of Silva Realty, Silva Lending, and Silva Property Management. And we've been in the real estate and mortgage industry since the early 2000s. We're super excited to have you all here with us today. Thank you so much for always showing your support. Be sure to leave a comment in the comment section and just let us know that you're here with us today so we can engage with you. Well, welcome to the second week of November. Well, if it didn't feel like fall yet, it definitely feels like fall now, y'all. I think it's finally arrived. 70 degree weather all week and next week it drops into the 60s during the day. Who is ready for full on sweater weather? I am not ready for sweater weather because I have no sweaters. I All of my clothes, my fall clothes, are in boxes in the garage. So except this lovely uh, Pendleton here. So you do have sweaters. I, I think I do. You just need to unpack them. <sighs> Maybe this weekend. We'll see. Well, but I, I am enjoying this weather. I love that it's a little cool in the house now because mm -hmm. we leave the windows cracked at night feels so good. It's nice and crisp. I love the fall. I, I love, love this it weather. too. Well, Monica is here with us today. Hey, Monica. She said, hello, friends. Happy Wednesday. And she loves sweater, weather, weather. Sweater, weather as well. She's so happy. I can't speak today. It's okay. See, I had this nice sweater on before the show started, but then it was just too big and bulky. So now I'm like freezing over here. I can't even think anymore. Yeah, it was a little big on you. <laughs> It's cozy. I like being cozy. It was like I was wearing a, a big blanket. I mean, it looked dangerous. Like if you're walking down the street and a gust of wind comes, I might it might take away. you down. Yeah, it might take you down. <laughs> so comfortable. I love sweaters. <laughs> They're so comfy. Well, uh, which segues perfect into another reason why it feels like a new season. It gets dark at 5 p.m. now because of the end of daylight savings. We all got an extra hour. And our producer said of sleep on Sunday. But if you're a parent, no, you did not get an extra hour of sleep on Sunday. You got the same amount of sleep, but you just had an extra hour in the day. So because the kids were up super early, Santino was up at probably five. Like, let's go. It's a new day. Let's have fun. He gets up so early. He's ready. He's ready. He's ready to go. So I didn't really when I figured out that about when I understood the time change and I was like, oh, we, we lost an hour was, um, you didn't lose an hour, gained, an, gained hour. an hour, gained an hour was when the game started. Like, I was like, I thought the games were going to start. I was looking at the clock on the, in the kitchen or something like that. And no, uh, that's when I figured it all out. <laughs> you were lost that day then. Totally lost. Yeah. I'm one of those <laughs> people that were lost. lost right now. Well, look, I didn't, I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have an appointment in the morning. Right? right. It was like a family day, which is great, but yeah, I wasn't prepared at all. I didn't, I didn't prepare the night before. I didn't change the clocks back. Like your you phone does it for to. you. You don't need to. Your phone does it for you. So you were relying on the oven and the microwave clock. Yeah, I was like making breakfast that or change. something. That didn't change. Right, right. So right. yeah, it threw me off. Well, that's okay. Did it throw anybody else off on the weekend or did you get to enjoy that extra hour? Let I wonder if there's know. anybody who had like a breakfast date and they were late by an hour. Babe, they're not going to be late. They're going to be early. 
or early bite hour. Sorry. You are so confused. Whatever. It's fall. You fall back. Spring, you spring forward. When you spring forward, you lose an hour. Thank you for You gained that. an hour. You would have been there early, ready to go, having an extra mimosa before your friends show or up. Or you would have been 45 minutes early if you're running 15 minutes late. I get it now. I'm with you now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, some people were an hour behind. Chris is over here, you know. Just a few days behind trying to wrap his head around it. Oh, my goodness. What I do love about it, though, is that it does get dark earlier. Mm -hmm. So we get to enjoy family time a little bit more. People don't want to see houses in the dark. It's never right. a good idea to see houses in the dark. If you're going for the second time to see the inside, you want to take measurement, whatever it is, that's right. fine. But if it's your first time seeing a house, you do not want to see that night. You're going to miss so many things. Right. Right? Like, like it's it's just not, I, I don't suggest it. I, I always suggest that. If you got to wait a little bit longer to see the property, see it in the morning, see it in the afternoon, during lunch, like we'll make it work. But in the dark is not a good idea. Yeah. You know what? I showed a property over the weekend and it was like right at dusk and then it got dark and I'm like, oh, I really wish it was bright out over here so we could check this out in more detail. So I completely agree with you. Well, how does everyone feel about daylight savings? Should we end the practice so we have daylight longer or do we enjoy the cold dark of winter? I enjoy the cold, dark of winter. I love it. <laughs> you love it. I love this time of year. I it's mean, I so think nice. I, I think I would rather have it get dark early than have to like go drop the kids off at school and it's still dark. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. So I, I like it. I'm not opposed to it. I know some people are opposed to it. Let us know what you think. Drop a comment. So is it too early for Christmas carols or Christmas movies? Well, I don't know about Christmas carols. I've, we've never been a caroling family. Um, we do sing though. We do sing all the time. Christmas music is I would in love, house. love, love, love if somebody wanted to do Christmas carols at our house, just knocked on our door, started singing. I would love I'd that. I'd make them all coffees or hot chocolate, whatever they want. Right. You come, come on, on over. in. You guys are invited. Please. Um, I would love that. That would be amazing. But too early for Christmas movies. I was I'm ready to watch Home Alone. I am ready too, but Santino will definitely disagree with that. He is not having that. He told us the other day, he's like, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Why is everybody so excited about Christmas? There there should not even be any celebrations of it yet. Thanksgiving needs to come first. He hates Home Alone now. <laughs> and I, it's my fault because I love that movie so much. He's probably... You've played it out. I played it like 30, 40 times for him and he's only eight. Um, <laughs> I love that movie. I could watch it. It's like My Cousin Vinny, right? I could watch it a million times. I'm right. fine with it. Um, but you know what? Maybe it's deeper than um, just like it's too early. Maybe he doesn't want Thanksgiving and his birthday to be looked over now that oh, I'm thinking about it. Maybe. Because he if you're looking for Christmas. his birthday with Thanksgiving because he was born on Thanksgiving. Born on Thanksgiving. So maybe but that every, makes sense. I don't know. But every year his birthday doesn't land on Thanksgiving. It never has since he's been born. I know. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think he just wants to focus on the next holiday and not just skip it over. He wants to enjoy it. Yes. But but it does sound like a little bit of a bah humbug. I called him a bah humbug the other day because I was like, really? You don't <laughs> even want Christmas de decorations? Nothing. He's like, we need to decorate for Thanksgiving. I'm like, I don't even know if we have decorations for Thanksgiving. Oh, the decorations we have for Thanksgiving are already out. There's like some pumpkin pillows and that's it. It's hardly anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe we need to get those cheesy decorations. Like, you ever been to somebody's house? And I'm sorry if this is you. I'm sorry. And did I judge you? Probably. My apologies. <laughs> But when you go to somebody's house and like they have to they have to have all the the art on the wall that has words like fall it's fall or 
Thanksgiving is near. Like whatever, right? Gather. They, gather. Friends. Bathroom. Like, <laughs> like I don't, no duh. I don't like, know why is your house yelling at me right now and telling me what to do? In that's all how, caps. That's how I feel when I go to right? the house. like, that's sorry, but. Yeah, it's not my yeah. thing. Yeah, Chris doesn't like that. I mean, I don't care. It's fall, y'all. It's fall, y'all. And maybe that wouldn't be okay. No, it would not. Absolutely <laughs> not. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I never understood that, but you know, it's it was a, like it's a, a thing. thing. It's still a thing. I see it in houses all the time. I mean, it was like a trend for a while. Just some people are holding on to it for a little. You know what bit I was longer. wondering though, because because now that you get cozy a little bit sooner, right? Like earlier in the day, it's like cuddle weather. Mm-hmm. It is cuddle weather. Weather. I love that. But I wanted to watch like. A Christmas movie. It's too early for Christmas movies, according to Santino. So I was like, well, what, what about a Thanksgiving movie, right? Right. So we watched um, Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving the other day. Yes. Which was cool. I haven't seen it in, since I was a kid. But then now I'm starting to go down the line and try to find other Thanksgiving movies. Does anybody know of, like, what's your favorite Thanksgiving movie? Because I can't even think of one. No, I can't either. There's not one movie that I'm like, oh, this says it screams Thanksgiving, right? Right. How come somebody hasn't come up with a classic Thanksgiving movie yet? I don't know. I don't get it. I told you, I, I know of a classic Thanksgiving movie. What's that? It may not everyone may agree with watching it, but Dances with Wolves. Any type of like historical, you know, show showing major massacre of the native people, that that's a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> yeah, but I want to feel good when I watch this okay. movie, right? Like well, that's the truth. Like Home Alone makes me happy, right? Okay, so I, you I want a happy that. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to you want a sugar coated thing. I want to make my kids sad and scared and <laughs> no, have nightmares. Absolutely not. No, I don't want that during Thanksgiving. So time. maybe that's why there's not a Thanksgiving movie. Maybe we need to write and direct and um and cast because I don't want to be in it a, a Thanksgiving comedy. Like why don't why isn't there a Thanksgiving giving comedy that we could watch and enjoy every single year? I don't know what has gotten into you today and why you think you need to write and cast and direct a movie. I'll tell you what exactly is why. happening right now. No, 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 I'll tell you exactly why. Who are you? Because last night when you were putting the kids to bed, uh-huh. I put on Sly, which is uh, the documentary on, on Sylvester Stallone. So Chris uh, is just going on a way crazy tangent. Well, no, right but now. that's why because he he couldn't get jobs. And he didn't see like a, a role for himself. So he wrote and directed and, and fil- starred in his own movies. Well, what does that have to do with you? You are a real estate agent. <laughs> like you're not a movie maker. What is happening right now? I, obviously, I was <laughs> joking. I don't care to write or direct a movie, but somebody needs to do it is what I'm saying. Okay. There needs to be a Thanksgiving movie. I understand it. Well, Monica said it's time. Never too early for Christmas. She is ready. She already started decorating. She sent me some pictures of her home. She already has her Christmas tree up and decorations and her four foot Santa who is uh, Mickey Mouse dressed up as Santa, which is so cool. I love it. He's animated. She told me all about this Mickey and she got me on that, uh, that Disney um, magic. Yeah. You two were the, you picked up the last two at the Home Depot, correct? Yes. We're so excited. So who already has started decorating for the holidays other than Monica? We would love to hear about it. You should you know, add a little picture too in the comments. I want to see. Is it too early for Christmas decorations, everybody? Well, it is in our house. Uh, <laughs> I would be so down to decorate for Christmas that I don't think it's it, it's going to uh, sit well with Santino right now. Well, last week you said that on the weekend we would be decorating for Christmas. And I said, no way. And you said, yes, I'm ready. You were ready to go, right? So then what happened? What happened this past weekend? Well, at least we took down the Halloween decorations. We didn't? Okay. That didn't help. All right. 
I, I do remember putting all those big blow-ups in the boxes, stacking them up, putting them away, but okay. They, thank you for helping me with the two blow-ups outside. I, I put the other ones away, and thank you for putting the boxes up. I appreciate that. But who packed up the whole house of all the Halloween decorations and was chilling on the recliner? Who was chilling on the recliner and who was packing up the house? Because you, you know why husbands don't help with this stuff? So, okay, but did you just say you helped? Well, so, I did But help. now you're saying that. I did help. I didn't help with the inside stuff because here, here's wives want, they say they want the help. You say you want the help. But the minute a husband gets up and starts packing some stuff, oh, that doesn't go there. Oh, it goes in this way. Or you should do it this way. You know, that's what's going to happen. So no, instead, I, I just instead of just let you be happy. And then when it, when it's my job to pick up the stuff and put it away in the rafters, then I do it. I would have gladly taken your help. But you know what? Instead, I, I let you chill. I did not complain. But I do have to make a correction when you say we put everything wow. away. Tell me how you really feel. What else? What else you got for me? <laughs> how many How many of y'all help your your significant other out when it's time to put everything away from for the holidays or decorate? Let's see. Let's see how it goes. And I started decorating for Christmas, but it's like very minimal because we ran mm. out of time. You mad, bro? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> he looks all upset now. <laughs> but Don't be mad. What else is on your mind? What else you want to get off? Nothing. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, Monica said we were like two kids at Home Depot when they brought out the Santa Mickey. Laugh out loud. Yes, we were. It was like Christmas Day for us. We were so excited to be spending 400 bucks on this thing. Wait, was it 400? How much was it? 200? Oh, no, it was 250. The bag. It was 250. How much was it, Monica? Oh, boy. <laughs> I think it was oh, 200. Boy. I can't remember. All I know is Santino was judging me. He said, you paid how much for that Mickey Mouse? He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. Oh, It's okay. There's going to be some magic up in the house. So Nola and Santino both missed school on Monday. Uh, Nola was bummed because she was going to be getting an award at school, but they were both feeling under the weather. And um, her teacher is just so sweet. Right. Because I reached out to her and just let her know, hey, Nola's not going to be at school. She hasn't been feeling well. Can you send me her work for the day and her homework? And that teacher is like on it. She sent it to me like within. Actually, she said she, I could come pick it up from the office within an hour. So I did. But her teacher was so thoughtful and she went above and beyond. And she said, you know what? Let's see if we can get her recognized at next month's award ceremony. I can't guarantee it, but let me ask the office. And she pulled some strings, and next month they're going to announce her name. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just so happy that we have a good teacher that would do something like that for her. For sure. No, super appreciative. Um, not every teacher is like that. No. That goes that little extra mile, you know? Mm -hmm. A lot of the teachers are overworked, and they're just ready to clock out as soon as the, the bell's uh, done. They're gone, right? Right. But, We've been really fortunate with a lot of our teachers for our yes. kids that they're not that way. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. So um, Santino was a little bit different. I didn't get his homework. <laughs> I was waiting on that teacher. Luckily, I have uh, friends in the same class who took pictures for me and then got it the next day from the teacher. Yeah. <sighs> Tito's had a bad a bad run. Like He's like 50-50 and, and, you know, 50%. Is failing, right? Like I don't know. The other 50% though, good thing they're stellar. Amazing teachers. I love those teachers. But yeah, I don't know. How is everyone feeling with this cold season? Because I'm over it. I am totally over this cold season already. It just started. Our kids haven't been feeling well. They have these lingering coughs and I just feel so bad for them. Is anybody else going through it? Nola, I feel like she's had this cough for like three weeks. I know. I feel really bad um, for her. 
and it's it's not getting better. It's it's weird. And then Santino, he had some kind of bug because I was up with him all night. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, he kept thinking he was gonna vomit, but he he couldn't. Mm-hmm. So it was a rough. It's been a rough week. It has been a rough week. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking of Chris talking about Santino feeling like he was gonna vomit, I don't know if any of you all have been parent parents who have been paranoid about their kids eating grapes. But we had an incident the other day, which was horrible. Of course, I started the game, which I felt bad afterwards. But we were throwing grapes up in the air and trying to catch him. Which was mouth. it was fun because you know we we're hitting, getting hit in the face with the grape. Kids are busting up laughing. That it was hilarious. We've done it for forever, right? right? We've done it so many times. And me and you, I think, we're guilty of being those crazy parents where we envision all these terrible things happening, right? Right, and I. You guys are going to think I'm nuts, but I never, ever, we always pack a fruit with the kids lunch and I never pack grapes right? because I'm always worried that they're going to choke on a grape. Yeah. When they were kids, we would cut them and right. all that good stuff. Right. So what happened with Santino? So we're having a good time and then he throws one up in the air and he caught it, but it lodged right in his throat and like he started choking and then Chris hops up, tries to get it out, but somehow he got it down. It's, he swallowed it. He swallowed it. Um... He was so scared. I was so scared. We're all so scared. Like, are you okay? And um, he was fine. But then later on in the day, like, I didn't think anything of it. I thought just because he had a cold, he felt nauseous. But when Chris told me in the middle of the night that he felt like he was in a vomit all night, I started to get paranoid. And I thought, maybe the grape is lodged somewhere and he can't get it out. And like, I don't know. I went down a rabbit hole. And don't ever go on Google if you want to try to figure out what's wrong with your kid because... It'll tell you the worst things. And then I was about to take him to the doctor and I'm all paranoid. But he's fine. Thank goodness. I'm happy to report he's fine. Yeah. I think he went was, to school today. It was just a bug. Yes. And it, I would have woke you up and we would have took him to the doctor if he had trouble breathing. It was no trouble breathing. He just didn't feel well. He just yeah. felt like he was in the th- vomit, you know. So it, it's it's a bug that's going around. If you go to the, to the schools, like as, as we have, all these little kids are coughing left and right. Teachers are calling in sick because they're they're catching it. I, I would knock on something. Let me knock on something. I'm surprised we haven't got sick. I know. They're coughing right in our face. All up in our face. <laughs> all the time. It's horrible. I don't know how we haven't gotten sick. I don't haven't. know either. Well, um, Monica did let me know that it was $200 for the Mickey Mouse. Sure. Did she put the winky face on there? No, no winky face. I just couldn't remember because <laughs> my mind, ever since I've had kids, it's all over the place. I don't. Mm-hmm. I have a bad memory now. Um, and she also said Valerie and Tino both judged us on purchasing it. They were. They were judging us. Smart kids. <laughs> and <laughs> Evelyn is here with us. Hey, Lulu. Hey, Lulu. She said hi. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. And Monica said the other day Zoe wasn't feeling good and was throwing up on Sunday. I had to sleep next to her because I was scared she would choke on her vomit. Yeah. Horrible. I could totally see that. That's a good <sighs> mama bear right there. It is. That's how we are with our kids. How like, you got to be. Lay right next to them. Make sure they're all right. Prop them up so they're not coughing and choking. It's just horrible. That's my, uh, whether it works or not, in my head, if I just grab the kid and put, put them on my sh- on my chest and sleep with two pillows, then they're they're propped up a little bit, you know? But then I fall asleep and I roll over to my side. So then <laughs> there goes that. You're out of here, kid. <laughs> but it, it, they stop coughing while I'm doing it and then... Yeah. I can't control myself when I'm asleep. It's been really rough this past week. Kids not feeling well. So hopefully they'll feel much better. Has it been so rough that now you need a vacation from from the kids and the family? I mean, it's not ever that rough. (laughs) I never need a vacation from you guys. But 
Um, Chris is feeling a little behind with work. I'm feeling a little bit behind with work, trying to play catch up. And I don't know, are you guys ready for mommy to go out of town? So I, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but I, I know you have. I've been bringing this up for like the last two weeks that you're going out of town. Right. Because I just don't want them to be, um, you know, surprised. And I kind of want them to to get the idea that mommy's going to be gone for a few days. Right. Because you never have been gone for three days. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot for them, especially when it comes to bedtime. Right. I think Nolo's going to have a hard time missing mama. So, um, But you're going to be there with them. It's not like we're both gone. So. Right. Right. No, I'm going to do my best to make it fun and and... Hopefully that, you know, we don't have a diet of fast food and mac and cheese and pizza. I don't really know what fast food you could have, though, other than pizza. They like the kids don't like anything they like, else. They like Mexican food. They like beans and rice. Oh, that's true. Um, but no, I'm going to try to have no fast food. We'll see. Uh, I, you taught me how to cook chicken now. It's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. Chris successfully made chicken the other day. I mean, I already had it marinated and prepared. He just had to put it on the grill. All I had to do was grill it. And so I gave him instructions and he did a great job. Santino. He did so good. San- really thank proud you so of you. much. Thank you so much. So Santino told me it's it was um mama's chicken still better. Right. I wasn't trying to hit mama's level, but he was like, It's still good, Dad. It's not as good as mama's chicken, but it's still good. Maybe it's it's just a little too lemony, is what he told me. He put too much lemon juice on it when he was cooking. I mean, I followed instructions. I put half a lemon. Right? Maybe that that lemon happened to be extra juicy. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but um, so I'm I'm confident I'll, I'll probably do chicken one of the days. I just gotta marinate it. I gotta figure out my marinade. But um I'm I'm excited about it. I'm I'm excited for you to see your bestie. Yes, I can't wait you to You deserve see to her. have some adult time, right? Some bestie time. Yes. Um, me and the kids will be fine. You will be fine. Like you have nothing to worry about. You know I got I this. will miss you guys. I was telling Chris this morning if it was anyone else, I'd be like, Oh, I'm just not going, but it's my bestie. I haven't seen her in a long time. Yeah. And I get to see our little nephew, Mateo, and then I get to see her hubby, Steve, and her mom as well. So it's going to be a good time. I can't wait to see her. Hug on her. Love on her. Have you checked out the, like, what's the weather going to be like while you're there? So we're going, I'm going to Minnesota and they've already had their first snowfall. It's melted already. Okay. So she, she said like, you're not going to really have that fall season because the snow kind of took all the leaves away. But it's in the 40s. And when she says it's in the 40s, that's like warm for her. <laughs> so she's going to be in shorts and you're going to be all bundled up. She's not going to be in shorts. But she was like, yeah, you wear like, you know, leggings. I'm like, girl, I'm about to wear sweats. Leggings your, underneath. Are you, are you going to bust out the old Uggs? No, not going to do that. Got to warm up those feet, girl. Take out those Uggs. <laughs> not going to do it. <laughs> Get the pumpkin spice latte while you're out there with the Uggs. You could totally do it. Absolutely not. Take a picture. Send it to me. <laughs> It's going to be nice and cozy and chill. I can't wait to see her and just spend time with her. It's going to be a lot of fun. So um, has anyone started their holiday cards yet? What do you I'm mean curious. by started? Like are filling them out, taking the picture. It's too early to send them out, right? It's way too early for that. Uh, yeah, I think it's way too early to send. But sometimes people like to prepare whether they handwrite them or take the pictures if they're putting pictures in their cards or making the card with a picture. I don't know. I'm just curious. How soon do people get started? Cause I know sometimes I have my holiday card, like the first day of December from some people. And I love holiday cards. From people. I think it is I your favorite thing. It is like one of my favorite things about the holidays. 
I have this like big shrine, I guess you would call it, set up. I make it into a decoration right when you walk into our house. And it's so cool because you get to see everybody's faces and their families. It's just, I don't know. I love it. And I keep it up until Valentine's Day. That's how much I love it. You do. You do keep it up. And you <laughs> and you save them all. I save them. Which is kind of weird. but I'm a hoarder. <laughs> we have probably 10 years at least of holiday cards. I have never people. thrown away a holiday card. So if you've sent me one, I have it saved somewhere. Yeah, where I don't know. Where I don't know, but I've saved it. I can't throw away someone's picture of their family. That's horrible. I don't know. I get these emotional attachments to them. Am I crazy? I'm yeah, a little crazy. You're a little crazy. That's okay. I know there's some other people out there like me. Oh, I hope you don't turn into a hoarder when it, <laughs> it like triggers late with some people. They have like the symptoms, you know, like they're showing signs, like these signs that you're showing. No. And then they hit a certain age and, and they just start hoarding. And I just hope that doesn't happen with I us. used to be like that, but I've gotten rid of a lot of things. I know how to say goodbye to things. Just not my holiday cards. Okay, okay. Well, I am not alone because Evelyn just said, I have all your guys' holiday cards. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you for keeping them. I love holiday cards. They're just, I don't know, they're special to me. And she said, I keep them too. Laugh out loud. So it's not just our cards. She keeps everyone's cards. Okay. <laughs> I think some people just don't do holiday cards anymore, though. Because I've noticed my shrine has gotten a little bit smaller over the years, but then it grows again. It just depends on what well, people all, are into. Also, it depends on when you send ours out. Right. So if you send ours out quickly, we get more back because people are like, oh, yeah, maybe I forgot to send the Silva's one, right? right? And then they send us one. So I noticed that also. When you send ours out earlier, we end up getting more cards back. So I'm on it. I'm already getting started. We already took the picture. We took the pictures. Now I just got to wait for them to come back. Man, that was an adventure too because, man, the flies are just too much. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, uh, they for were those all of over you, us. Yeah. So for those of you who live in Santa Clarita, you know what we're talking about. And for those of you who do not live in Santa Clarita, we are officially on a fl tropical fly quarantine. There's like this infestation of these tropical fruit flies everywhere. And then there's these regular flies. They're just everywhere. You go outside and they're just like landing. It was so gross. We we're trying to take pictures the other day. And since it's been a wetter year than than, than normal, there's, there's so a many ton bugs. of mosquitoes. Yes. There's just a ton of mosquitoes. I just feel like they're feasting on me all the time. Yeah. So we didn't think about that. But I also booked this photo shoot several months ago. And our really good friend, Lisa, is the one who took them. And she's so sweet. They actually moved to Nashville recently, actually two years ago. And she comes out here to, um, you know, see all of her clients and take pictures for them, which is really sweet. So it was great to see her and catch up. But those flies, they would not stop bugging. Oh boy. They were bugging. So this past weekend was also the Give a Turkey event. And we do have an update on that. They've gotten quite a few donations, which is awesome. But there's still an opportunity for everyone to donate. So if you have been considering, please reach out to us. Let us know. We'll put you in contact with the right people. Um, they are still in need of a hundred, a little over 100 meals. Um, I know their goal was 500, right? Correct. So they're almost there. They so almost hit their goal. Let me just talk about this a little bit more. Okay. For people that don't know what give a turkey is it's exactly what it sounds like um we as in golden valley high school mm -hmm. shout out to sal frias principal sal frias april rego uh, golden valley la mesa junior high canyon high school those are the schools i know for sure involved sierra vista too maybe or? sierra vista probably okay um 
So the school social workers, they identify the families that need the help. Okay. Okay. Um, most of these families are not going to have a full Thanksgiving meal unless one's provided to them. Okay. Okay. So um, that's what we, tr- I, I was looking back, you know, we've been doing this since 2019. Wow. Yeah. I was surprised by it. So we've been doing this for a while. We've been supporting them as soon as we found out about it. And I think we might've been on the first or second give a turkey event with them. But um, anyhow, the goal is 500 between all these schools, right? Now I got to give another huge shout out to uh, Robert Ostergaard, mm-hmm. probably butchering his last name, but um, he is a community leader and um, he's a lender too. Mm-hmm. Just got to give him his, his, his kudos on that. But anyhow, he saw a post years ago that we were doing a drive for Give a Turkey. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife came and donated. And since then, um, he is really involved in his church, mm-hmm. which is the Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the Latter-day Saints in Santa Cruz are donating 254 meals? Wow, that's so, huge. That's like half of the It's half need. of the goal. Wow. Half of the need. And I just got to give him a shout out because... Um, they're not out there beating their chest and talking about this, right? right? Like the, they're just coming through for their community right? and it's not part of their congregation. right? They're just doing it because it needs to be done. Somebody needs to do it. Right. Right. So it, ta- it definitely takes a village, but huge shout out to them. Even with their 250 donation, we're still really short this year. Okay. You know, we, we, we need 130 meals. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I'd say each meal is probably 75 bucks or something. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. I'm guessing. I don't know what a turkey costs. I'm so out of touch with it because I, we don't really eat turkey. I think 75 is on the high side. Maybe, probably. maybe 50 you could get away with it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But the turkeys, I think, are more important than the all the box food and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you would like to donate, what we really, really need, we can give you a list if you want to get a full meal of right. all the stuff that we're collecting. But we, what we really need more than anything is gift cards to Walmart specifically. Right. Why Walmart? And let me explain this too. When this, when we first got involved with this event, they were make they were collecting donations the day that they were distributing the food, which is really challenging because you, how do you know if you're going to have enough? You have no idea. Right. And and the first year that we were involved, it was chaotic. Right. We were like in the in the back of the school collecting the donations, and in They're the front of school they were passing out. them out. Right. And we were just waiting on like we need ten turkeys, but we don't have any. And they were just hoping that somebody drives up with turkeys. Right. And the reason they were doing that is. Golden Valley High School does not have the refrigeration uh, capacity to house 500 turkeys. Right. They just don't have it. Um, and neither do any of these other schools. So again, huge shout out to Panthi Patel, who stepped up, who just saw us like on social media one day. And I think you were hanging out with his wife. With a crudy. Yes. With a crudy. And they they uh, reached out. He reached out to me and I, I connected him with Golden Valley. And they house our turkeys, right? Which is awesome. It's a game changer. Right. Because now we could we could take donations, um, spend it at Walmart, and they, they have them the day, until the day of. And we right. pick them up the day of. And it just works out so much better logistically, mm-hmm. right? So if anybody would like to donate, um, please, please, even if it's 10 bucks. Any, $5, $5, any amount. But preferably Walmart gift cards. We'll take cash, but I really prefer not to. Right. 100% of the donations go to these families. Right. Nothing's kept. There's no fees that are charged or, you know, nobody keeps it, any of it. It just goes right back out to people that need it. And um, you could be making somebody's year. Right. Like Thanksgiving is such a special time. 
And it could be the one time in this family um, for, for a family to get together and eat at a table together one meal, right? right? Like that's how it was for me growing up. Like there wasn't many meals that we sat down together and, and had a meal together. It was like Thanksgiving though was like it. Right, right. It felt like uh, it was like an early Christmas present. Like we had all the food. Somehow the parents figured it out that day. Right. 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 Maybe they were, and I know my family specifically, they were getting church donations mm-hmm. a, a lot of the time. and But we we had a Thanksgiving dinner because of it. Right. Maybe we had chicken one t- one year. I don't know. But anyhow, if anybody wants to help, it's it's uh, really needed. Absolutely. Well, uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, since it's right around the corner, what are your Thanksgiving plans? Share with us. I would love to hear about it. And does anyone do Friendsgiving? I miss it so much. We used to do Friendsgiving. It was so much fun. We have so many people at our house. Like you couldn't even move in there. You'd have to sit in the garage to eat. We haven't done it. And since, since we, had, we had Santino, because, you know, his birthday was on Thanksgiving. So it's kind of got pushed off to the side. But I am looking forward to a Friendsgiving with our friends that we do our family dinner with. It's just everyone's schedules get so hectic. So if anyone does it, like, let us know. Um, I'm curious if a lot of people do it. I think it's cool to have a Friendsgiving get together. It was my favorite event. Right. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, one, you get it. It was funny because I remember the first year we did it, all the men, that like my buddies, whether they were, most of them were single at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or not married or newly married. But most of the guys would just bring pies. We had so many pies. So many pies, <laughs> right? That was like the go-to. Oh, I'm bringing a pie because nobody cooked. Right. And then I, I can't remember who it was, but a couple people brought like bomb, bomb meals, right? right. And like a dish. And then it turned into a competition. Like everyone was starting to outdo each other. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to make the best dish. Or who's going to have the the most favorite yummy food there? Which everybody benefits from. And like every counter, there wasn't even like a piece of counter space that you could see because there was so much food in the house. That's what I'm saying. So good. And so many different cultures because we have a a wide variety of friends, right? It's it's LA. So it was so good. I miss that. I miss that too. Chris said he wanted to bring it back this year, but look, it's already almost Thanksgiving. How are we going to make that happen? You know what? We should start a potluck style event. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be a cool third event for the year. Maybe it's smaller. I don't know. I'd have to figure it out. Logistically, I don't know how it works, but we got to figure it out. I think it'd be so cool to have. Who would want to do that? Who would want to come to that? Let us know. Right. If there's a demand for it, let's make it happen. Because if all we got to do is have the space, right? Yes. Maybe a DJ, whatever, like have some music. Maybe there's like a big event, like a fight or something that we have on or whatever. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I miss it. We'll think about it. If anyone's interested, let us know um, your thoughts. Maybe someone could sprinkle in some ideas for us. We'll make it happen. Well, um, Chris just went to the Men of Tomorrow Mentorship on what was that? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday you went to that. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. So just a little bit about Men of Tomorrow. So Men of Tomorrow is a program that's, again, we're really involved with Golden Valley High School. Mm-hmm. Um, it's near and dear to my heart because we have our families that um, maybe struggle more economically, right? Mm-hmm. That mostly go to Golden Valley. Um, so they need, mo- they need the most help. And that's how I grew up. So I really relate with these kids. So it's juniors and seniors that um, have been identified, whether it be counselors or um, April, who runs a pause center, um, 
that maybe they're struggling in school with their grades. Maybe they got some stuff going on, you know, personally, mm-hmm. right? But um, they that's who that's who comes to our class, mm-hmm. right? To, to our mentorship. And th- yesterday we had um, a professor or teacher. I don't know what title she gets, but she teaches at um, CSUN mm-hmm. and COC. And it was pretty cool. I never even knew this existed. She teaches, well, one, she teaches sign language, which I know that exists, but she also teaches like a recreational cert- certification. Like there's what a degree, this? you can get a degree for rec for recreational stuff, which would fall in live, line with hospitality, but it also falls in line with um, like planning, right? Like planning events, mm-hmm. um, like working for a city by oh, doing planning nice. events. But she's like a big outdoors person. Mm-hmm. So um, it was pretty neat. The whole idea is we have speakers come in that can show these kids that there's opportunity for them and give them a path right out of high school. Mm-hmm. I know there's many of us that were lost in high school. Like, what are you going to do? Right. You know, and if you don't have, maybe you're coming from a one parent household and the, the one parent you do have is working all day. Right. You need a little guidance, mm-hmm. right? You need somebody to just care a little bit and, and show you what's out there in the world. Mm-hmm. So that's really what Minute Tomorrow is. It's 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 all male figures because it's for the it's for the boys. They have something that they're working on for girls for next year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's just showing them the opportunity. I um, took back, and it was something simple. I was one of the kids last year, uh, maybe like the la- not the last time we got together, but time before that, said he wants to be a train conductor, right? Mm-hmm. So I put it out there. We shot a video about it, whatever. And one of my friends sent me that they're hiring. Oh, nice. For like an apprentice. Uh-huh. Now, he's in high school. Right. He's a senior. I don't know that he's going to be able to get there. There's probably an age restriction or whatever, but there's a path for right. him. Right. So I shared that information with him. He was so excited. He goes, I have time. I'm only 17. I got plenty of time. Right. <laughs> I, I, could, I could do whatever program they have. I want to be a train conductor. Right. I so love like, that. so um, just something simple like that, actually giving them a plan for their dreams. Mm-hmm. Right. And showing them that there's it's possible. Right. Like it, it's, these aren't just like, you know, dreams that are never going to happen. If they put the work behind it, it's possible. Absolutely. Well, I love that you'd volunteer there. That's so cool. It's probably my, it's my favorite thing that, yeah. that I think we do. That's so cool. Well, switching things up to real estate, what's the word on the street about real estate market in SCV? Well, you tell me you went and showed property the other day in San Canyon. What do you think? <laughs> what, what was your interaction? Cause you've been talking to agents over in San Canyon. Right. Um, you know, some properties have been sitting longer. Just just talk about Sand Canyon, that area. What have you been seeing out there? Well, that area has actually got a huge demand. Um, so pretty much as soon as things come on the market over there, they fly off, especially single-story homes over there. You have a lot more land. Um, but the particular home that I was showing, it's been sitting for a while. I think originally it kind of came on, on the higher side. Um that's an interesting home because there's like a lot of little things on it that it, I could see why it's sitting there aside from price. Um, but agents like, look, give me an offer. Like he's ready. Right. The sellers are motivated. It's been sitting on the market for a while and they're ready to go. And I'm starting to see that a lot. There was another property that my clients inquired about that's um, a little bit on the higher side. And I asked the agent like, hey, how motivated are the sellers on this home? And the agent was just very upfront. She, what we were talking about, I think it was two weeks ago, divorce situation. People just want to get out. They had the house on the market. They came in overpriced to begin with. 
And while they're waiting for it to sell, they decided to get a divorce. And so now the agent's just sitting there like, well, it's on hold now. There's not much I could do until the courts decide who's getting what. Right. So, I mean, both of these houses were divorce situations. So, so what I hear from what you're telling me is there's plenty of opportunity. Absolutely. Okay. And this market, you guys, it changes so fast. It really does. That you need to stay in contact with us. Right. Right. So I can tell you that two weeks ago, two weeks ago, guys, the rates were hitting eight and a quarter, eight and a half percent. Yes. Right. And that's what everybody wants to talk about is how high the rates are. How high the rates are. Right. And um, sure, has it slowed stuff down? Yeah, but there's no inventory. Right. And so people the, are still buying. And the pricing, yeah, it's still holding steady. We have two properties that are in escrow that we received multiple offers. When I say multiple, over four offers on each property. Right. That's insane, right? right? So to, to put stuff into perspective, the great news that we just had, the bond market, we had a, a great announcement and there's been a lot of movement the rates in the last two weeks have went from eight and a quarter to seven and a quarter. That's a down huge a whole difference. percent. That's huge. Okay, on, just to put that into numbers wise, so you guys can understand what that means. For a house that's selling for seven, for let's say seven hundred fifty thousand dollar loan. Okay. Okay, because that's kind of what people are taking out right now. Right. They're buying houses like for eight hundred grand ish. Mm -hmm. So when they take the loan out, it's about seven fifty. Let's just say. That means that the loan amount or the monthly payment has gone down over $500, about $520 in the matter of two weeks. Wow. Because the, the prices haven't jumped and reacted to the rates going down. Right. So there's a lot of people that checked out already. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm just going to wait till next year. The rates are way too high. I don't even want to look at it no more. Mm -hmm. uh, come on back in. Yes. Because now the rates have gone down a percent. Um, properties are sitting a little bit longer. And this might be the perfect opportunity for you to get a deal on a house that you actually like. Yes. Not just any old house. Like you're not going to have to settle. You're not going to have to settle. We can actually negotiate price. Mm -hmm. You can negotiate uh, buyers to pay for closing costs right now. You put in a request for repair. You actually get stuff fixed. <laughs> like, remember that market where people are paying like a hundred grand over asking as is. There's all kinds yeah. of problems with the house. I'll take it. I'll take it. I want it. Oh, uh, give me that fixer. Yeah. So now <laughs> it, it's it's so it's changed so much in the last month or so. Yes. Where buyers actually can negotiate. They can actually get repairs done on a house. It's just different, you guys. And don't miss out on this opportunity because every spring it goes nuts. Yes. And then and then it just it's people outdo each other. The buyers outdo each other and the prices just go up and up and up and up and up. Right now is a great time to jump on a house. Absolutely. Well, we have some visitors that joined us. Tanya is here with us. She said, Hey guys, OMG, I'm so late. It's all good. Thank you for joining us, Tanya. And my mom is here as well. She said, Hi, honeys. Hello. Hi, mama. Thanks for being here with us. Um, well, speaking of my mom, I know we have some other things to talk about, but this is a perfect segue. Congratulations. She sold her house. It officially closed. How do you feel now? You feel amazing. Big burden off of her shoulder. She sold her house of 30 years. Is that crazy? Congratulations. A, it's a big deal. I don't think we, um, I mean, I know we we were paying attention to it, but uh, I don't think agents realize when they sell somebody's house right. and, that some, and that seller has been in that house for 20 plus years, right. in this case, 30 plus years, it, that's, it's emotional. There's a lot of emotions involved. There's a lot, like, you know, they raise their family in that mm -hmm. house. 
it's not easy to say goodbye to a house like that, right? I mean, if we had to sell our house and we've only been there 17 years, I th- I know you'd cry for sure. Oh, I'm already about to cry <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, so it, it it's a, it's a big deal. Um, you know, we'll we'll touch back on your mom's on selling your mom's house, right? But you know, I I wanted to talk to you a little bit more because we were talking about the market. Right. We we're talking about how how it's it's be- becoming advantageous for buyers. Right. But we're also talking about how quickly things can change. Yes. Right. So there's some big news. There's a big big class action lawsuit that was lost by the National Association of Real Estate Professionals. Yes. Um, do you want to touch on that a little bit? So um, the industry can be changing um, based on this. So basically what happened is there was a class action lawsuit and um, it was based in Missouri, effectively targeting the practice of sellers paying both the listing and buyer's agents commissions. And it reduced profit from the sales price of the property. So um, if this spreads to other states, because it probably will since it affected the National Association of Realtors, um, it could change the way that commissions are are charged. Um, currently, the way that um, commissions are paid is the seller pays for both the listing agent and the buyer's agent's commissions. And a group of these sellers got together and said, this isn't fair. I don't want to have to pay both sides of the commissions. I feel like... Um, I'm getting overcharged and they ended up winning. So there's going to be a huge change. I think if this goes nationwide, um, how is that going to affect our market? If sellers don't want to pay a buyer's agent's commission. Right. Part, so part of that was um, the way you win a case like that is you're saying that there was collusion, mm-hmm. right? That all these agents, national association of realtors got together and they kind of set this standard. Right. Right. And, and what I can say is, I've been doing this 15 years on the real estate side. You've been doing it like closer to 20. Mm -hmm. And this is just how it's always been. Mm -hmm. Seller pays both sides of the commission. Now, I don't see anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's, I think it's, um, I don't know how they won this case. Right. Because as a buyer, those sellers were buyers at some point. Right. And they paid zero commission to their agent. Because when they bought their house, because the seller paid for it. Right. So when it comes time for them to sell, they got to do the same thing if they want to work with an agent. Right. And if you don't like it, go sell your own house. Right. You could do it for sale by owner. You could do it for sale by and owner. You don't right? have to pay any commissions that way. Now, let's just kind of peel back the, some of these layers. Because okay. I, I think people really got to think about this because I'm talking about how quick the market changes. Mm-hmm. Let me paint this picture for you and you tell me how you, what you think. Okay. So let's, let's play this out. Let's say now everything changes and now... Sellers are no longer paying for a buyer's agent's commission. Right. They're only paying the listing agent. Correct. So now if you're a buyer and you want an agent to help you buy a home, especially you're not from the area, you don't know what's going on, right? Here's your two options. You either go directly to the listing agent whose job is to sell the house for the the most money. For the seller. Right. For the seller which that is going to open up so many more lawsuits and liability because that's where most lawsuits come from in real estate mm-hmm. is when a, 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 an agent's representing both parties. A dual agency, yep. Because how, how do you represent both parties well? It's completely legal. You can. It you is. just have to disclose it. Correct. But as a buyer, I would want my own representation. I would not want an agent representing me whose first fiduciary duty is to the 
listing to the seller. Right. Why would you want that? Why would you want that? And it's it's scary for agents because you know it's going to leave us vulnerable where um, you ha- now you have to worry about more lawsuits, right? right. So. Thank God. Let me knock on some stuff. We've never been involved in a lawsuit. Thank We've been goodness. doing this a long time. Right. Right. Hundreds and hundreds of transactions. And I mean, we let our clients know what's going on every step of the way. But all right. So one one option is that they go directly to, to the listing agent, which we've already determined is not a good option. Right. So the second option is they have to pay the commission for the buyer. I mean, for, for, for themselves. For, for themselves. Yeah. So they would effectively be paying an agent to represent them. Which is, you know, maybe that goes down. Right now, it's about two and a half percent as a norm, mm-hmm. right? And if you're buying in California, LA County, and you're buying a $750,000 house, you're paying somewhere about $17,000 right. for just for commission. For someone to represent you. For somebody to represent you, right. right? So if you're a buyer and you're just sitting here waiting on the sidelines and you're just waiting for prices to come down. Guess what? You might have a curveball coming. You might have a curveball coming because <laughs> you might have to, to pay for your, your agent's commission. Right. You know, and then for the people that are like, oh, well, it's, you know, good written. These agents make too much money. Let me just tell you guys what agents really make. Because the problem with social media is everybody thinks everybody's bawling because because agents it's put all out. all about perception. It's all about perception. Agents are putting like, you know, they're, you know, they're in their fancy car, popping bottles, you know, uh, taking all these trips. But they don't show you the real struggle. Right? Oh, that it was a lease and they use a credit card for everything. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't their their car or whatnot. Anyhow, um the average agent, the, the the average agent sells about four to five houses a year. Okay. Okay. So let's take the same number and say it's like about fifteen, seventeen thousand dollars a commission, which is more more than what an average agent would make because they gotta pay a broker's split, right. insurance, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's just say it's fifteen thousand to keep numbers simple. That's Sixty to seventy-five thousand dollars a year, right? To work weekends, work nights, you know, miss a bunch of you know family events, right? right? Like, there's so much that goes into it. Not getting a steady paycheck, no health insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just goes on and on and on. And if you don't work, you don't make money, right? Right? Not making money for four months at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all these things that, that people don't see. That man, they're gonna be wishing that this lawsuit didn't didn't didn't. Uh, have the verdict that it had. Right. I'm just, I'm scared for buyers. Well, I'm, NARA is really already repealing it. They're trying to see. If Appealing it, yes. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because I think a lot's going to change. Like, I don't, I don't know how that's going to affect buyers. Like, if you've already struggled enough to save up your three and a half percent down as a FHA first time home buyer, how are you going to be able to come up with another 2% to have good representation? Because agents aren't going to work for free. I mean, you can't, expe- that, you so can't expect agent, anybody to work for free. No, and then agents are going to be like, well, I can't show you property unless you sign this agreement. And then what are they going to say? Let me see your your proof of funds that you're going to pay me. Like, is that what it's going to be? Like, it's going to be it interesting. Might, you know, it might be. And, and you know, we're we're sharing the news as it's as it's come out. Right. right. This so we probably, don't know. This probably won't affect. Over or what? Right. It might not affect the market ever. It, you know, it might get appealed. Uh, and and overturned, right? Um, but if it doesn't, it could trickle down into maybe not next year, maybe the year after, right? Right, and this could be a reality for a lot of people. And let's just play this scenario out too, because I've we've already played out a few scenarios. Let's say you have a buyer, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna pay you. I'll sign whatever agreement you want, right? Right. Um, but they really they're like, "Well, but I need that money for my down payment. Maybe we can get the seller to pay the closing cost mm-hmm. to pay your commission. Maybe we could write it in the contract, right?" So what happens now? You start showing a property. You spent weeks, maybe months with them. 
you get, you finally get an offer um, countered, right? And the, and the seller says, we'll take your offer the way it is, but we're not paying the commission. Buyer's still going to want the house. Right. And, and then now they, they don't have the money to pay. What happens? That's when the, these agents are like, I'll see you in court because we got this signed agreement right here that you're going to pay me. <sighs> it's just, it's so I bad. I don't know. It's going to take out all that like personality. I don't know. It's like a, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be. It's going to make people turn like ugly, I think. <laughs> it's not going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, there's going to have to be some kind of um, industry standard that's set. Right. You know, agents were going to look towards NAR, right. National Association of Real Estate Professionals. They're going to have to lead the way. Right. And and we're going to have to determine where do we go from here. You know, we haven't made that made it there yet. Oh, so we got we got uh, some comments. Can you want you want to read some of these? Oh, sure, sure. Okay. Well, let's start with the best comments. Okay, she said, "Wait, what did I miss? I'll pay your commission separately." I can't see the rest of that. No problem. No problem. Said, no problem. No problem. Oh, thanks, girl. She sees value in having representation. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to play out. We'll see. We'll see if it happens. And nothing's for sure yet, Beth. Didn't mean to scare you with that. Right. But, you know, so Beth, you know, she's she's ready, right? Yeah. She saved money. She's ready. She's ready to go. But a lot of people aren't in her situation. Right. And what it tells me is it's going to push out the buyer that was already struggling to get into a home mm -hmm. that's trying to make their dreams come true of being a homeowner, it's going to make it harder for like regular people to buy houses. Right. You're going to have to be making like two fifty a year to buy a house. It's just going to up the ante, right? Yeah, especially here in LA. I can't speak about There's the whole nation. There's definitely going to be more barriers of entry for first-time homebuyers. Ah, I feel so bad for home, for, for first-time homebuyers. Well, I mean, that's why now you got to jump on it while it's still opportunity. I mean, who knows if it's going to get appealed or not, but this is something to have in the back of your mind. For sure. If you are considering purchasing a home, it's better to get in now, sooner than later. Um, well, my mom said, no stress. Yes, I was emotional. And she's referring to the selling of her house on Northcliffe. So uh, we officially closed on Halloween, um, which was pretty exciting for them. I know they um, had a little bit of stress, you know, like with any seller, why hasn't my house sold yet? But we sold it pretty quickly, relatively speaking, right? So when we were on the market, there was like seven or eight in that community. Mm -hmm. There's properties that have already expired, listing is expired, meaning they didn't sell it. Right. And there's properties that were pending that have come back on the market. Have fallen out of escrow. And we got in and out. We picked the, the right buyer. We've, yes. Oh, thank goodness. It was a very smooth transaction. So thank goodness, because, you know, within real estate, every transaction's different. There's always a set of challenges that come with it. And luckily with the sale, it went very smooth, which makes me feel really good. And you feel really good that our parents had a good experience. Yes. And, I, and I'm going to give a shout out, and this doesn't happen often, to Jose Alonzo, who represented the buyer, because it was the easiest escrow we had all year. Yes. And it, a lot of it is because of the other agent mm -hmm. having, you know, control of his buyer. What I mean by that is that his buyer trusts him enough to follow his advice. Right. Right. And not, not make crazy demands or whatnot. So, um, huge shout out to them. Cause it was a, it was the best escrow we had all year. For sure. So um, we have a video celebrating another successful closing of our listings. And while the video is getting ready, um, why do you think people should list with Silver Realty if they're considering selling their home? Well, I, I just think we, the, our norm is like another agent um, going like way above and beyond of what they ever do. Right? right. So, I mean, we come, we give you the evaluation on the house, you know, 
we have the eye that we can look through your house and now forget about just decluttering. We can tell you, hey, if we I have a countertop guy and if we change these countertops and we spend about three grand, it's going to bring you about $15,000 more in your pocket. Right. You know, a lot of agents can't do that. They just right. don't, they don't have the people, they don't have the knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we have pro- professional photographer, professional videographer. We d- we have a big social media presence. We do a big social media push, mm-hmm. right? We spend the, the dollars advertising their houses. You know, there's still agents and I see it all the time. They got million, it doesn't matter how much the listing is, but they got million dollar plus homes that they're selling and they're still taking cell phone pictures. And you could see their body and the reflection on the mirror in the bathroom, which- In the mirror. How? How? How is that still happening? Why would you hire someone who is going to do that disrespect to you and your, your property? We're spending thousands of dollars to advertise, you know, our clients' homes Mm -hmm. without any guarantee that you're ever going to see that money back. Right. It's the cost of doing business. Mm -hmm. You know, the professional brochures that we have um, of their house, highlighting their house, even that is thought thought of, like um, having something that opens and closes. Mm -hmm. So while all these other agents are handing out like little paper flyers of the house. Black and white. Black and white. (laughs) the, The clients, the buyers that are taking those at open houses, they're putting them in the flyer of our listings. Right. And they're just staring at that house all day. Right. And eventually they buy it. Right. Right. Somebody buys it. So I just think we, we think about every little thing we care, Mm -hmm. we get, we get the job done. And then, um, and I, I love to see people for people to see the white glove service that we give. Absolutely. Yes. We treat it as if it was our own home that we're selling. We want to make sure that we make a great impression. So while we get this video ready. Okay. So this house I grew up in. Oh, I mean, I kind of grew up in your house too. Yeah, you did. Because I was, I, I started staying at your place, I don't know, 19 years old, 18 years old, something like that, mm-hmm. sleeping on the couch. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so I'm so happy for, for uh, mom and pops for getting getting uh, this property sold. Moving on to the next chapter. Yes, next chapter for them. They took really good care of their home. My mom had this whole vision for her kitchen remodel. So the kitchen was remodeled not too long ago. Showed so nice, nice view in the, off the backyard. So, congratulations to them. So excited for them. So now you get to live with with auntie and uncle until we have the the home ready for them in Oxnard, and then they'll be by the beach. And hopefully next spring. I'm so grateful and happy for that because you know my parents are considering moving to Vegas, and none of us wanted them to move there. So I'm glad they pivoted a bit and were open to the idea of staying local. Yeah, you know, and we've been hearing all these negative things about Vegas. Like, number one, the healthcare. Yeah, so people keep coming back here to for their doctor visits because the healthcare they can't so even bad get there. into the doctor's office. So I'm so happy that they're here. So my mom said was great and smooth. The flyers were the best, and the video. She loved the video. <laughs> well, um, Osborne is in escrow, one of our other listings, and that's moving along smoothly. It sounds like you've already had the inspection and the appraisal complete. So that one's moving right along, right? Yeah, that one we had, I can't remember if it was five or six offers, but we had a bunch of offers on that as well. Mm-hmm. We're in escrow over way over ask. Awesome. Um, they went in removing contingencies. They had already removed their appraisal contingency up front. Great. Um, appraisal was done yesterday. They still have to get an appraisal to right. qualify for the loan. Um, They've already done their inspection. So yeah, it's moving pretty fast, pretty smooth. And what I love about that is um, I sold that property 10 years ago. 
Wow. My client bought it for $165,000. Wow. Amazing. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I love it when our clients are winning. Yeah. So <laughs> super happy for him. Um, we haven't closed yet, but we will. Yes. And if we don't, I already have a backup offer that is for more money than we're in escrow for. So either way, it's going to work it's out. It's a win-win regardless. Yes. yes. And Pamplico, that one's moving along smoothly too, right? Isn't that one getting ready to close soon? Yeah, we have a little hiccup on that one. It's really silly. It is um, just with the solar company. They drag their feet sometimes because oh, it has to be yes. transferred from the from the seller to the buyer. So, it, and there's so many like mom and pop run solar company shops that are just, it's just, that's the only hiccup. Everything else is smooth on that deal. That's great. Um, it's going to close, but- right. But it might be delayed a couple of days because of that. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm excited to see because that's going to be in the next few weeks, I think, right? By the end of next week, I think. Oh, awesome. And then Sierra Highway, we have a rental that is available and ready to go. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah. So it's, it's, we did. So just to talk a little bit more about what we do and what we offer our clients, mm -hmm. it's just, I just don't feel like many agents can do what we do. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, um, my pet, yeah, I'm petting ourselves on the back. As we you just, should. You we, could toot your own heart. I mean, we do so much for our clients, right? So these these particular clients are friends of ours. Mm -hmm. um, this is the third property mm -hmm. that we've uh, sold for them. Or, well, they bought it. Uh, they wanted to buy an investment. And they, they said, look, we don't have a ton of money. We got $400,000 willing to, to spend. And we want an investment. We want something that's going to make us some money. So um, we were looking at uh, condos that can get them anywhere between $2,500 to $3,000 a month. Okay. Right. So we fell on this one. This one's for rent for twenty eight hundred a month. OK. But, you know, that market is tough because it's what people can afford. So people are overpaying. for. They have to to right. get into these properties. Right. So we, we were getting outbid on a couple of them, mm -hmm. uh, but they were moving ready for like four ten. Mm -hmm. Right. So I said, what do you guys think about buying this other junkie one that's been on the market for a long time? Um, it was for three sixty five mm -hmm. and we just do the renovations. And be like, ah, but we don't know anybody. And, you know, we just don't want to manage that project. It's just going to take too much time, blah, blah, right. blah, right? They didn't feel confident. I said, if I help you find all the people, are you okay with moving forward? And they did. So we ended up getting the property for three fifty seven, mm -hmm. And the renovations were like for thirty five grand. Mm -hmm. So they're walking into equity already. So awesome. completely renovated the property. And not only was it renovated, but these things are new now, right? Yes. They got... Part the reason why it was so much on the renovations is the AC was shot, so that was eighty five hundred bucks all by itself. But thirty thirty five grand that's great that's to renovate amazing. a whole property. Yes, right. So anyhow, we just got on the market a couple of days ago. Uh, we'll probably rent it quickly, and um, we're going to be managing it. So Silver Realty did the uh, the purchase, mm -hmm. and now Silver Property Management will be managing the property too. And you manage the renovations. Yeah. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work. So for anybody that that complains about paying a a, a contractor, because they, they usually make about 35% of whatever the the total cost is. That's what they usually bank. Oh, the, I, I was wondering like what they usually get. They paid. make 30 to 35%. So about a hundred thousand dollar deal, they're making about 35 grand. Wow. Right. And yeah, and they're running like five or six of those projects at a time, mm -hmm. right? If they're good. Right. So and people, you know, get upset about that, but it's a lot of work. Yes. I spent a lot of time meeting these people, you know, um, so a lot of contractors don't do what they're supposed to do. They'll leave the job. They don't finish it. Uh, and you're yeah. like trying to get them out there and then finally just fire them and get somebody else out there. So, um, there was Fun a lot times. of that. Fun times. And it's a learning experience, right? Yeah. So 
anyhow, um, I would do it for our clients. Absolutely. You I, go I mean, above it's our clients. You go above and beyond. You take care of them. So um, I'm excited to see this one, though. It's 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 going to, I think it'll get rented fast. We have another rental. Over. Oh, so tell us about it. Is it a two bedroom, two bath? Oh, I'm sorry. For yes. 2,800. Two bedroom, two bath, gated community. Okay. It's the racket club over off of uh, Sierra Highway. Mm-hmm. So you're right off the freeway and you're right down the street from like a $35 million community center that was just built. Mm-hmm. And, you know, million dollar homes right up the street at Skyline. Right. Right. So, and you have COC extension right down the street mm-hmm. too. There's a lot of stuff going on right there. And, and then you got the Vallarta right down the street too. And you some good like food spots. <laughs> good food spots right? for sure. Costco, all that stuff. Anyhow, um, two bedroom, two bath, seven ninety five square feet, pretty much, pretty much completely remodeled. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that's that's original is the cabinets, mm-hmm. right? But everything else is completely done. It still looks good. You can't really tell. Um, anyhow, for twenty eight hundred bucks a month, that's I mean, you're great. paying that for an apartment. Yes. This you have your own, you you have a shared garage, but mm-hmm. you have a garage with storage, uh, in a gated community with pool, spa, clubhouse, tennis courts, basketball courts. Like it's. It's nice. It's, it's really nice. nice. Perfect. And then we have another um, rental coming up in Silmar. And did you want to tell, a little, tell us a little bit about that one? It's a one bedroom, right? Yeah. So we're doing the renovation on that too. Yes. So this is, people ask us, are you guys busy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're <laughs> Very. busy. Very busy. So we're doing the renovation on that. Um, we just had to, we had to get the utilities in our name. So we put the utilities on because the last tenant's gone. And we're doing the floors are the last thing to do there. So everything else has been done, bathroom, uh, paint, um, ceiling fans, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So flooring's last, but that, I don't know what we're going to come on for. I think it's going to be really affordable between $1,300, $1,400 a month. Wow, that's great. Yeah, so it's it's outdoor parking, but you do have parking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's right off the the, the 210, mm-hmm. right off of Roxford, like two minutes off the freeway. And there's it's walking distance to like, it's not a liquor store. It's like a little convenience store, mm-hmm. right, right down the street. And they're building, they've already built like brand new townhomes right next door to it. Okay. They're probably like five years old. Mm-hmm. They're building and they're pretty much almost done with the building right across the street. I've seen them go in the last couple of years, but they're building high price townhomes there. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of the property is uh, a big church. Mm-hmm. So it's like a nice, nice pocket of Silmar. And these are separate units, right? So they're like kind of like mini homes. It's like a mini home. Okay, so is there like a little yard space that the person would have as well? Small, yeah. Okay. It, it's like a little bit of a yard space. But it's not apartment style living. It's you not. have more like open space, it's which very, is nice. I'm glad you brought that up because it's really unique mm-hmm. to find a one bedroom, one bathroom um, home, yes. basically, because it's a home. Mm-hmm. There's only five units on on like this acre property, uh-huh. right? So yeah, you'll have four other neighbors, but everybody minds their own business, doing their own thing, right? Um that's going to be a hot property, you guys. Like if you if you know anybody looking or if you're looking yourself, it's in Somar, good area, $1,350 to $1,400 a month. Awesome. I'm excited. About can't that. find that anywhere. No, you really can't. It's very affordable. Um, our, our listing over on Arcola, the, the lease listing, is rented out and leased successfully. So I'm excited about that. Not only for you, but for also for our client because our clients, clients, yes, because we represented uh, we the, the tenant, tenant as well. So everybody's happy in that situation. And yeah, I'm excited to see how it all works out. We are basically matchmakers, <laughs> that's, right? That's what it is. We it's are all about relationships. And I, I love that. So yep. I got to talk about this one a little bit because I, I love how it worked out. So our, we sold our client the property as well, mm-hmm. right? And- they bought it. There was some um, 
some city violations on the garage. Right. Right. Like they had made it to a legal conversion. Okay. Right. So he's, in the, the, it's a busy guy that owns it. Mm-hmm. He had to fix those violations. Right. Mm-hmm. So he was living in the front. He was going to fix the violations and then we we're going to rent out the house. Well, we happened to get a call from a really great friend of ours that um, always supports us. Said, hey, my brother-in-law's in a pinch. He's been living in the same house for like 25 plus years. Mm-hmm. And somebody bought it and they, they got to move. Right. Right. And he runs a business. So he has trucks and he had to park on the street. His trucks get broken into. Oh, that's horrible. It's horrible for somebody that works for themselves. You lose all your tools, whatnot. Yeah. That's so your livelihood. He needed a place that he, a house, but a place specifically where he had secure parking. Mm-hmm. So this property, this property on Arcola has a huge backyard with concrete that you could park three trucks on. Mm-hmm. It was like, I just knew when I got the call, I was like, oh, this Easy. is going to work. It's going to make it happen. And, um, and he helped out the, the landlord with fixing the city violations. Yes, because he's, he's in a, construction. He's in construction. It all worked out. All worked out. I just love that. So Match amazing. made in heaven right there. <laughs> I love that. I love it when our clients are, you know, happy and now he can have a nice place to live and not be worried about his car getting broken into or right. his trucks. So um, great. I love news like that. Well, looking ahead to next week, Chris and the kids are mentally preparing for time without me, without mommy. Um, what are your plans for the weekend while I'm gone? Um, maybe some things Chris and the kids can do to cheer up, you know, without mommy or maybe go see Santa at the mall early. Oh yeah. We'll probably do like Disneyland one day, the beach a different day. Maybe go, go down to like Baja, Mexico the third day. We'll be busy. Oh, maybe go buy a Christmas tree, decorate the whole house, you know, for Christmas. All the things I would love to do with you guys. I would totally do it, but I don't think Santino's up for it. Oh, okay. I might upset him. I just don't want to upset him. <laughs> but you'll do all the other things, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what we're going to do exactly. Probably be at the park a lot. Mm-hmm. They love going to the park. They do love the park. So some play dates. I might have to take my Oxnard with me unless I can make it out tomorrow. Oh, what's in Oxnard? What are you going to do? Well, I might take them out on Friday because mm-hmm. you already be gone on Friday. I have to go down to the to, to the city and see what's going on with our plans being approved. Just put some pressure on them. Did you check online first? See their update? We yeah, probably have an update today. I'm sure we have an update, but it's not the same, right? right. Like, they got to see your face. They got to know like... He like, means business. I mean business. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i going to be in there with a smile. I'm not going to be in there mad or anything, but... <laughs> They're going to be like, all right, sir, thank you for making that hour and a half drive. Uh, you should have just checked your portal. It's all only right, an hour. Bye. But uh, <laughs> I actually do have to go out to the house because um, one of the fences like blew, blew the gate open, blew open. I got to fix that. So whatever. I, and I think it's it's nice that they go and they take some appreciation. They see the process of, of, yes, of, one, the of their future, one of their future houses because... All this stuff's going to go to the kids eventually one day. For sure. For sure. Well, I'm sure you guys are going to be great without me being here. Daddy's going to take really good care of the kids and they're going to have a great time. Well, on Friday, it is Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day to all those who have served. We appreciate you and the sacrifices you've made for our country. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if anyone has any plans for that. Any veterans? I think they give away like free pancakes at IHOP or something like that. They have like little perks and stuff on Veterans Day for veterans. So show much appreciation toward them. Are you doing anything on Friday other than Oxnard? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. I have no idea what we're doing. It really just depends. Like are the if the kids are still sick, I, there's not much I can do. Uh-huh. We'll be chilling at the house a lot. It's like, look, if, if I'm at the house all day, Santino loves it. Right. But then Nola's miserable. 
Actually, so like it's the balance. She's been, she's been chilling though. She's yeah, but relaxing. she wants she wants to play. Yeah, she's like, let's get out, let's go play. I gotta I gotta get the kid out of the house. Yes, and I gotta get out of the house too. <laughs> it drives you crazy. I, I just need some fresh air, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I mean, I'm, what I would love to do, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's gonna happen. It's, it's such a parent thing. I want to completely go through their their toy room mm-hmm. and pack up all the stuff they that they don't want anymore mm-hmm. and find families that could use it like just give Absolutely. it give it away right because they have so much stuff they don't play with anymore um i'd love to re i mean i won't move it i won't do it without you but i could at least get it cleaned out and then that way we could kind of change that whole space i would love that because it's there now the kids are seven. Oh my god nola's seven she had her birthday santino's gonna be nine in a couple of weeks what i would really love is to have that as a school you know, like a workspace, workspace, a work play space. Right. So now instead of having it like where they're playing with like just toys, cause they're not really, really doing that much anymore. It. Yeah. They could have a place where they could do their homework, but then they could still play their video games. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause they're like, they're talking about playing Mario Kart a lot this week and, mm-hmm. and um, stuff like that. So we'll see that. That would be a huge, huge uh, accomplishment if I can get that done. Well, I did create that one little workspace. There's a desk there where they could go on their laptop and do work games or not work games, school games. So they're like games, but they're incorporated with their schoolwork. So Santino plays this one game. It's called Bottle, right? And it's all math stuff. And then Nola goes on and does her type C and practices her typing. So that's kind of cool. So I kind of want to run with that idea, like what you said, kind of transform the area. So it's it's making more use of their space because right now it's just holding a bunch of toys that they don't play with. And, and they need to be able to work at the same time. Yeah, right so now we need they, an they extra to, desk. Right now they take turns. Yes, they do. Right, they do so is turns. this a an Ikea like inspiration trip that I need to take? I, I, I might need to do it. I hate Ikea, but um, I might need to do it because I think they, they definitely need their own desks. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be janky in there. No. Like I want it to be nice because... If if it if looks nice good, and you feel good, it's they're, they're it, gonna want to be in there. They're gonna want to be in there. And they're gonna utilize that space better. Absolutely. I don't like when you just like you know throw stuff. I grew together. up that way, right? Oh, like oh man, there's I saw this one dresser. It was on on the in front of so and so's house. I need to go pick that up. That's how we have been with all their toys. <laughs> the backyard toys. Chris is like, oh, I saw this slide down the street. Someone's trying to get rid of. I thought it was perfect for our backyard, and it that was. slide lasted like five years. I just threw it away today. Oh, no, that was from the neighbor. That oh, was the from, slide. from the goods. They gave us that slide. Okay. No, the other big red slide. Remember? We had that for like five years. We need to change the goods last name to the greats because <laughs> they are the greatest neighbors. They are. They have always taken care of like giving us such cool stuff for our kids all the time. I know. Backyard play stuff, you know, princess dresses. I love it. <laughs> so good. And I'll, I'll never forget the one time Sean made us a meal. Mm-hmm. Remember she made you like home cooked like uh, I had just had Nola and I was so hungry right and I didn't want to cook and she brought over this like homemade Italian meal. It was vegetarian she's, too. She's Italian and it was so good. I need to remind her like <laughs> drop some hints, sprinkle like <laughs> some seeds over there. Hey, hey Sean, you know I did give her a whole bunch of tomatoes the other day. Maybe I'll pull some Roma tomatoes from our garden which are delicious. And just remind her that I love her cooking. We need to start a potluck <laughs> on our street. Yes. Because I've, I smell the neighbor's food. Oh, Because I smell Rosie and, and Serene's food down the street. the other day. It was so good. So good. So good. You're, all this food talk is just getting me hungry right now. It's probably because it's past lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting really hungry. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. But yes, definitely. I love the idea of transforming that room and I'd like some input on it, but yeah, get some ideas so we can make it happen. It'll be nice. The kids did uh, on their day off. Well, it wasn't day off, but their sick day, I did have them go through and start organizing. They did one bin. What? They did one bin. That whole time that was two hours. That was one bin. So (laughs) the kids got like 15 bins in there. They went through one of them. And they said, Nola said, can I have a pile for trash, a pile for donate, and then a pile to keep? And I'm like, yes. But I didn't see any trash or donate piles. Did you? No, it was trash and donate only. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they went through a bin and they kept whatever they were keeping. How much trash? That's what I want to know. It's like half half a trash bag. Okay. Well, the other day we got rid of two trash bags because I had them do it again. I'm having them do it in spurts. I'm having them work up to like letting go of things. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll film the before and the after if we do it. I think we're probably only gonna have a, a film a, like a video of before and it's gonna stay that way. But um, <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what 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 it's I have nice in store. It's nice to have goals. It's nice to have goals. I'm always Let's see trying to happens. take something else on, right? So, <laughs> you know, more than just laundry this weekend. Yes. And more than just like you know keeping the house the way it is. I know I want to do better. Yes, I me want too. it to be better. So we'll see. I, I'm just curious, how many of you all and your significant other do you have like things that you want to do around your house and like hold each other accountable for? Or they're like little pet peeves, right? Like things that just kind of hang around that you're like sick of, like shoes that pile up. Okay, well, let's speak on it, right? So, all right, all right. So I, I, I think this is totally healthy, right? You know, we we kind of had this conversation earlier today. Yes, I don't know where it came from. But um, I know where it came from. Where did it come from? So Chris was like, the other day he told me, please, I, I really, you know what, what pe- pet peeve I have is when you leave this sponge in the sink and all the pile, all the dishes get piled on top of it and I can't find the sponge. And he's like, can you please just put it in the sponge holder? Mind you, I bought a sponge holder because I, Which I he appreciate was, he was sick of not being able to find because the sponge. It make, No, it's not just it that. Stinks. It's, it makes a yes. sponge stink yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't dry out. Right. So right. Then it smells like in two days. And yes, then you got to throw, throw it away, it get away, a new sponge. Get a new sponge. So I'm like, OK. So I made note of it. And this morning I looked in the sink and I was like, hey, just so you know, the sponge right here that's like on the bottom not being held in the in its home. I didn't do dishes last night. You did. So I need you to put that sponge in the little holder. That's how it started. That's how it started. So then, so then, so then (laughs) I don't know if you kept going with that. No. And then you were like, oh, okay. All right. I know. Okay. You're right. So so we started, we started talking about some pet peeves that we have for each other that bother us from each other. Right. And we're going to share them with you because I think it's healthy. Right. And and I, I think that all husbands and wives should be able to share this stuff because and not be combative about it just be like this is what's bothering me and then take it too like okay i understand why it frustrates you but here's some things that frustrate me right. too so one of the things that frustrate you about me <laughs> also frustrates me about me right which is the shoe problem and the reason it's a shoe problem is like i have a ton of I have a ton of, of shoes right and not i haven't even touched the shoes in the garage that are boxed up because i thought we were moving at some point right but um, I have this bad habit of as soon as I get home, I take my shoes off. And usually the first thing I do when I get home is there's like some work I got to do at the table, the kitchen table. So I take my shoes off underneath the table and I leave them there, right? Yes. Um, so, so the other day I knew it was a problem when I had three pairs of shoes under the table. Yes, it's horrible. <laughs> I got sick of it. I just leave it there. I'm like, I'm not picking up his dang shoes. Like, 
those shoes are just going to stay there. And then Robo Rock will work around his shoes because I'm not even picking them up. I'm at that point where I'm not picking them up. But it's funny that he says he takes them off wherever he is, which is, yes, usually under the kitchen table. And now you look around the house and it's like, you know, he just stepped right out those shoes like one foot stepped out and then the other one pushed the other one out because they're kind of like at an angle, like a V <laughs> and, but there's like a trail of them. Like, okay. So they're underneath the table and then they're like over by the living room and there's like a trail of them, like four sets of shoes. And I'm like tripping over. I'm just trying to get to where I need to put mine away. And I'm like, wow, there's so many shoes. And so he told me, well, if you give me room, I could put my shoes away. I have nowhere to put them. So you have a full, you have the master bedroom closet. Okay. No, Uh, which by the way, I I cleared off a whole bottom row for you. So you could put your stuff. Okay. But I have no place for shoes. And you also have the whole downstairs closet with shoes that are stacked up in there. And then you also have shoe racks underneath on the bottom that have overflowed. So now the shoes are just like a pile, if you can imagine it. Like the racks, you don't even know there's racks in there anymore. There are racks behind all those shoes. They just kind of pile up. There's not so, enough room. So he told me like, well, if you give me room, I'm like, how much more room do you need? You you want a cubby that fits like two pairs of shoes. Okay, I'll give you a cubby, well, but keep, what about the rest? You keep buying me shoes. What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> get rid okay so this is why our kids can't let go of things because we can't let go of our shoes no but i take care of my I shoes i can't right? let go of the holiday car no these are like <laughs> these are shoes that are well taken care of i know i have shoes that are like 10 years old that i still rock okay i understand that but you need to put them back in the box and then back up in the closet not just the boxes out and then the shoes with the trail okay along. so so anyhow that's that that is a pet peeve of yours i understand yes this. the shoes the shoes um what else you got for me? The clothes. How many of you guys notice that your significant other just like takes their clothes off wherever they got undressed and like the hamper is right there. Okay. Not in our case, the hamper is in the other room, but for our kids, you know, Chris was saying, you know, there's this thing that Santino does. It just drives me crazy. He gets undressed in the morning, gets dressed for school and he leaves his pajamas on the side of his bed. Why can't he just put it in the hamper? And I'm like, Well, because that's exactly what you do. You take your clothes off, you leave it on the side of the bed, but then there's also clean clothes that just came out of the dryer. So I don't know, are these clean or are they dirty? Because they're right next to the clean clothes. So I'm just going to throw them with the dirty. But sometimes Chris likes to recycle outfits. Like he only wore it for maybe an hour and he's like, I'm going to put that back on later. But then there's like clothes everywhere. So I don't know what's clean and what's dirty. All right. So what happened? (laughs) What had happened was- What had happened was- When I get home, I like to get comfortable. Right. Even if I'm not going to be home the whole day, if I'm going to be home for two hours, I'm going to get out of my clothes, Mm -hmm. at least my pants. Right. I'm going to put on some jammy, comfortable pants and I'll leave my stuff ready if I got to put it back on and go back out. Right. So that's what happens. That's why it's there. But you got to have a ready section because your ready section is like on the bed, on the floor, laying on top of the clean clothes. Like, what is it? Where you need to have a designated space. Like maybe I need to put a hook on the wall as like. This is my maybe outfit. And just put maybe on it or later. Oh, maybe behind the door. Or Yeah, I'll, I'll have the words on it to remind you. The words that you love at the house. <laughs> Lovely. <I'll have> that. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. Yeah, I don't know. How, how, do we, how do we deal with this situation? You need to have like a designated area. The, 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 have we outgrown our place? Look, the problem is, is just I don't, have, I don't have any part of the house. I don't have my own space anywhere. 
You have a whole closet in the office. That's all your stuff. No, it's it's not a whole closet. There's a bunch of office stuff there. Oh, that's true. And I, I have it, that's just for my suits. <laughs> it's not for my clothes, my everyday clothes. Right. It's just suits. Yeah, it's it's tough. We got we got to figure out. We got to reorganize the house and see what's everybody. What. Yes, it's like spring cleaning, but in the fall, fall cleaning, yep, the yep, fall yep. purge. Who else needs to do a fall purge? Get rid of stuff. Okay, I like I like where you're going with this. Yes, yes. You're gonna come back. You're gonna come back home from your trip, and the closet's gonna have like half the clothes it has in it right now. All half of your clothes are gonna be gone. Like she doesn't wear this anymore. She doesn't need this. She doesn't need this. Miss, I don't have any jeans. You got like 20 pairs of jeans at the house. I don't like, have I don't 20 have... pairs of jeans. How many jeans do you have? I think five. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to, ca- <laughs> I'm going to lay them out on the bed when I get home and I'm going to take a picture and post it. We'll Why? See. Nobody cares about how many jeans I have. Only you care about that. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my goodness. Well, everyone, that's going to be our show. Thank you again for hanging out with us here on R&R Relationships and Real Estate. Be sure to catch us weekly on Facebook Live or you can watch the show on YouTube. And to listen anytime you want, you can download full episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. We are your hosts, Corey and Chris Silva, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye.